Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Welcome everybody to another episode of Kingdom Minded Podcast. It's me, your host, Ray Munoz, and I am joined today by Sister Munoz. Hello, everyone. Welcome, Sister Munoz. Hi. This is the first time you've been on the podcast since uh, we got married. Yes, it has. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we are um, one year into marriage, and uh, it's pretty awesome, right? No? Maybe not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Well, and um, we're just excited to be back. I, I don't want to make any promises on how consistent we're going to be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna try. I'm going to try and do my best with it. Um, but today's episode is not so much about us, so we don't want to kind of make that about us. But um, today we're here to talk about our friend James, James Wang. Yep. And we're here to share some stories, share some thoughts, share some ways that he has impacted our lives. Um, And we wanted to record this intro together. So we have been trying to organize our schedule to make it happen. To make it happen. But um, here we are. Well, tonight it's Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, the night we are actually home together. Yeah, I have the week off, so we finally get to have like a yeah a set time. So um, yeah. So unfortunately, we are not gathered under the best circumstances, but I think that this is something that we have been wanting to do since the passing of our friend, mm-hmm. and it's our way of sharing to everyone that listens to the podcast that may have known him or may have not known him um of just an amazing person he was um and the legacy that he has left behind right um and so let's start off um this and try and see can you remember when you met james the first time i met him was at the very first sec children's ministry conference Mm -hmm. and i believe it was 2015 um i want to say because i remember we came back from a mission trip and like that next morning we had to be there and everybody that had gone on the trip was just like completely groggy and out of it zombied yeah yeah (laughs) um but i want to say it was it might have been 2014 one of those years Mm -hmm. but um he was teaching a lesson and everybody was trying to figure out like who's this guy because i mean most of us hadn't heard of him yet Mm -hmm. at least from our church and our ministry um up until that point Uh uh-huh wow you remember it i don't (laughs) (laughs) i wish i could tell you the date and time and i'm pretty sure it was at a conference that i met him Mm -hmm. um I, i can't put my hand on it just to be completely honest. It was probably SEC Children's Conference. It most likely <laughs> was, but the um I think you'll hear me say this again with somebody else, but it's kind of like he's one of those people that like you meet once and you felt like you've known them for a long time mm-hmm. just because of the way he interacts with you and there's yeah. m- So to me it feels like I've known him forever, 
which isn't probably true at all. Yeah. But uh, it just, he always made me feel like, hey, like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, you know, even if it was the first time you met him, you know. Yeah, that's what actually stood out to me is because we had lunch on that break mm-hmm. or in between that conference and he went around to every table and sat down, like introduced himself, asked everybody what their role was in Sunday school, mm-hmm. um, if they were in bus ministry and he just got to know you. And I thought that was kind of weird because <laughs> he was the speaker and most of them don't do that. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, whoa, who's this guy and why is he acting like he cares and it wasn't he was at he wasn't acting he genuinely did care yeah and that's what stood out is that he made an effort to get to know everybody and Mm -hmm. what they were about yeah um yeah i think i'm pretty sure it was in the same event that we met him and automatically was just drawn to him just like whoa like Mm -hmm. this guy is super passionate about what he does right um, and I, and I think I will speak for pretty much everybody at that first year of that event. Um, we all kind of got charged yeah. from that. And I think he had a huge part of charging the people in this area or even California, um, children's ministry wise to do something more. Um, and he had a very vital role, not just that year, but all the other years that he has been to the event right and so that's kind of where i remember i just remember meeting him at a conference i believe um so you know with all this happening it just it's really taking a toll on us just man what a blow you know um i remember hearing about him being sick and you know at this time and knowing him he was supposed to come down and speak at our children's revival right in august yeah and so i had been in pretty good contact with him at least that last month couple months yeah Yeah, a couple months and just getting you know talking to him like we talked like i would text him like hey i need i need to ask you a question he'd be like shoot you know Mm -hmm. um or be like hey do you have a minute he'd be like yeah what's up you know um but like that month i was like talking to him every couple weeks and texting and saying hey you know what 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 about this and what do you think of this and he'd ask me questions and um and so we had been talking and then the week of our children's arrival you know messaging him saying hey you know i'm excited about this week he's like yeah me too um and then i get a call the thursday night i had confirmed with him the night before hey what time are you guys getting into town and he's like oh we're probably gonna get in really late or super early um i was like okay well we have this situ situated for you guys um him and the family was going to come down and so that was like wednesday or tuesday confirming everything with him and then thursday morning thursday morning i get a text um i believe it was a text and saying hey can you call me and so i call him and he's like hey um, I'm sick and I can't make it right now. And I was like, Oh, you know, I was like, it happens. He, he felt so bad. I remember talking to him. I was like, don't, don't worry about it. Like I totally understand you just take care of yourself and you don't worry about it. We'll, we'll take care of everything here. Mm-hmm. You know, normally when someone cancels on you the day before, you're like, 
what do you mean? You know, but I knew that he wouldn't just cancel just to cancel. It was something that was out of his control. And I was just like, you know, don't worry about it, man. Like we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll figure something out. Um, and then as soon as I hung up the phone with him, he was calling Philip Booker, Tyler Hodge. And I had already talked to Tyler, um, prior to that. Tyler's like, I can't do it at all. And I was like, Oh, bummer. You know? Um, so then I was like, oh, I'll call, I'll, I want to see if James can, cause I, I've been wanting to have him down and I want to see what his availability is. Um, and so then I knew Tyler couldn't, and I had not talked to Philip to see if he was even available. But at that moment I was at work, trying to do everything while I was at work. Yeah. You had texted me and I was immediately freaking out. Yeah. That's, <laughs> she went to her. I went to my type one and just like, what are we going to do? Like yeah. the world is ending. I was like, you can't control it, you know, but so he was like calling them, asking them, can you fill in for me? Can you help them out? I feel so bad. Even though I told him, don't worry about it. <laughs> he was worrying about it. Um, and, uh, you know, he texts me, he's like, I'm talking to Tyler and Philip, and I'm trying to, you know, square everything away, see if they can help you out. I just don't want to leave you high and dry i was like bro just relax and take care of yourself it's okay <laughs> and but you know that's what he was doing i remember this last week of really just keeping in touch with him and he was like i feel so bad i'm like do not worry about it you know mm -hmm. um like it's okay and but that was him like he was like he didn't want to disappoint you and um you know i remember that week very um vividly it just i don't know i i kind of feel like man i wish i could have just told them like don't worry about it you know even more but like you're you, whatever you do is you know like you always think of the last things that you tell somebody the last time you talk to them and that was definitely one of those moments like i i wish i could have just said i you know i appreciate you so much like right. you know and now it's like i look at everything and Anytime I talk to Tyler or I talk to Philip or Brother Uzzle, like I'm always telling them, like, hey, I appreciate you. I love you. Mm -hmm. You know, like you mean a lot to me. And and it's like this is that thing that we have now. It's like, oh, I got to tell people this. I, I have to make sure I tell people this. Right. Um, but that was like our last time speaking to each other. Um, and then with sister Wang, we were messaging back and forth. She was like, Oh, kids revival looks so great. And I was like, Oh, you know, like, I, yeah, thank you. I was like, you know, it was an awesome time. And we're so bummed that you guys couldn't be here, but you know, we're just praying for brother Wang. And at this moment it wasn't anything serious. Yeah. It hadn't gotten bad yet, you know? And so that was like our last interaction, mm -hmm. like just message wise. And then, couple like a month before we had them down for our sunday school it was just after junior camp or something like that and mm -hmm. um what what do you think about that weekend um junior camp weekend yeah oh um i mean they did a phenomenal job i mean you, we've admired them for years mm -hmm. once we met him we kind of like <laughs> we insta stalked <laughs> <laughs> sister wang and first church yeah <laughs> and um because they were just they were just doing it like yeah 
it was refreshing mm-hmm. to see ministry and it, it wasn't that like we didn't know anybody in our area that was doing stuff like that it was just they had it on social media and we're posting about it and it was just mm-hmm. like Ooh, I like this. Like, whoa, I like this. They went all out and like. Mm-hmm. So we would we take just, a lot of their ideas. Yeah. Because I would always ask James on like, how do you how do you get so many people involved in VBS and how do you do all this? Like, I, I just like I feel like this is a part that like we struggle with. And, right. And he's like, we just make sure like your pastor's pushing it, and you know, and everybody try and get as many people as you can involved mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter if they're in children's ministry or not. And so we ran with that. And that year that after I talked to him and we, okay, like we're going to do this, that was probably our most like, I, I'm trying to think of the word, but it's like the most, we had the most people from our church involved. Most volunteer. I want to say it was our science theme. May have been. And we had the bookers uh-huh. and we had so many people help us. I remember we had like, there were so many people there. Like I was just coming up with stuff for them to do because yeah. I didn't want them to waste their time being there. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we had everything besides, we had everything done besides what we have absolutely had to wait to put together for the last day, the last day. Yeah. And that was all just cause I remember messaging sister i don't know who i messaged i mentioned someone and they told me to message sister shoemake mm-hmm. and i messaged her and she got back to me after and was like just volunteer have a bunch of volunteers and i was like but how <laughs> <laughs> so like the ideas and things like we've been just taking from them we just saw them and we're like you know i like, refer to them as the queens yeah you know like <laughs> It's the influence, like, you know, there's apostolic influencers and I'm throwing up quotations, um, but like to us, they influenced you for ministry. Like, yeah, like that's an influencer to me, like somebody who is doing it. Right. You know, they are there. They were people that we admired in a light that of just saying they're doing it mm-hmm. and it's possible. Like I see them doing it. So it makes me want to do this now. Right. And that's definitely how we viewed them yeah um and then so we're going back to that week of children or uh, junior camp they were just smashing it we got to go up there one night i believe or two nights um i I know i went up there because i took the camp photo and Mm then i went up there one night with you i think it was one night that i got to go up and we got to you know be there and it was powerful um that that night that we got to go up was just a powerful night. Um, I didn't even know he built the <laughs> time machine. I thought that was a prop that they had, but found out from brother Booker a little bit later, um, that he built that, you know, but, and then getting to hang out with them and talk to them. And at that time we had already got them locked in for that month for the next month. Um, that, but, and then we had already asked them to come teach that right. Sunday after, mm-hmm. um, which was so much fun. Yeah. Um, my sister always laughs cause she, we did a glow in the dark theme. And so it was like completely pitch black in there mm-hmm. and except for like all the purple lights or right. black lights, black lights, black lights. <laughs> they glow purple. Yeah. Um, but, and we had gotten a bunch of like glow stick, like actual sticks and then like the mm-hmm. necklaces and, um, what are they called? Like the 
kind of like the the ones you put on like fishing line or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's still They're a just glow, glow stick. Sticks, yeah. <laughs> But it was like the chunky ones. And so mm-hmm. we we had those like just everywhere just to light up. We had go in the dark like mm-hmm. uh, beach balls and stuff like that. And it was still really hard to see. And so Allie had put her glow sticks in her hair mm-hmm. and she said she was walking towards the door and brother Wang happened to come in. He goes, mm-hmm. Allie, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> and she said she just started laughing. And then he was just like, all right. You do you. <laughs> and then walk past her. Yeah. And so, like, I just remember that. And I had, we were having a pizza party that day. So I had to run and go get the pizza. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, I could hear Sister Wang and them singing. And yeah. I was just like, oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But having them that weekend was, it was good. I think for us, because we had been in, we had started up Kids Church and. February, I believe, mm-hmm. in February. January. January. Okay. And so we were kind of testing the waters. It's been almost, it was since then, it was almost a year or a little bit under a, a year since we had had ch- kids' church. Mm-hmm. And so the last, since January, we were kind of like testing the waters, seeing, okay, what can we do? How do we do this? And, you know, so I don't feel like until that moment, we I didn't feel like we had been like fully like running the service and yeah. doing what we knew we were capable of. Kind of going back to what we used to do almost in a way, like it, into the groove kind of thing. Yeah. You know, um, and then having them there was just like, OK, like, you know, Brother Wang had his computer and he's like, I got this. You know, I'm making up a word. I got this C7, you know, computer thing. Can you plug this in? And I'm like, yeah, sure. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was just an iPod, but you know, whatever. (laughs) But he, you know, he was always like, oh, I have this, I have this. And he was like, I I was sneaking a peek at his computer and he had like this headset on and all this other stuff. And he was just like all high tech, (laughs) you know. And the funny thing is, is that he really just wanted to kind of sit in the back and let sister, sister Wang kind of take lead yeah I that was very interesting it was for me it was cool just because i feel like in um in pentecost or just in general that men tend tend to be like the louder voice and so seeing mm-hmm. that like he let her shine in her strengths mm-hmm. and obviously she she did a ph- phenomenal job yeah Allie still talks about the fact that they were just like, you're doing this game. And my sister Allie is like not a person that is like up front. Like she prefers to be in the background. She'll make anything in the background happen. Mm-hmm. And they were just kind of like, this is the game. This is what you're doing. And I mean, they said it a lot nicer, but <laughs> in <laughs> essence, that's what it was. And she like freaked out, but she did it. And so mm-hmm. she said like, she's still is so thankful for that because it just kind of just pushed her into the and it's changed the way she's approaching things now right you know she's just like okay like although she's in charge of a game or she's in charge of this section of the service now i notice it's a lot different the way that she approaches it and it's like she's like she pulls her her you know I'm trying to think of something clever to say, but she pulls that one person out that's not normally Allie, and she's just like, ah, you know. She comes alive. Yeah, you know, and she gets that personality that that I think that 
at least for me, that's that's who I become when I'm in children's ministry. Right. Because I'm normally not like, ah, you know. But when it comes to children's ministry, I'm like, boom, like, yeah, that's you, it. you turn I into this, you morph into like this different person. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to see and like, because I know who you are. Yeah. And so seeing that though, like you can see them. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you talk to him, he's super charismatic, but when, when he's up there, it was mm-hmm. just like a whole other person, even sister Wang, like mm-hmm. just, Yeah. Sister Wang's kind of like she's she's out there. She's like, ah, you know, she's a talker. <laughs> but like Brother Wang is very timid. But as soon as he stepped up to the the pulpit or the platform, boom, like it just kicks on for him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I related a lot to that. I'm like, okay, like I see how he does. That. I was taking a lot of just notes on things that they did, and I just think that weekend was just it was nice, you know. And then we got to have lunch with them and sit and talk and hear some great stories hear their love story their love and story yeah. and how sister wang went to the park in redlands and she heard gunshots <laughs> 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 so she went to this park that's in uh the north side of redlands which typically used to be a bad area Still it's, is. it's not as bad <laughs> you know it used to be worse but anyway she went to a park which is a really nice park there and um she started hearing gunshots and she was like looking at the boys and like i don't know you know (laughs) and so it was funny because she was telling us and we're like oh there's a um, gun range on the other side of the wash and that's what you were hearing (laughs) and she goes okay she's like i was just a little worried like thinking i'm gonna have to drop and take the kids home (laughs) you know yeah but you know getting to talk to them and hearing their love stories is pretty cool yeah, I yeah. love love. I love hearing everybody's love story. So I was like just eating it all up. and Yeah, and hearing about how when they got married and the things, you know, like they they went, they not went through like in a bad way, just the things that, you know, you have happens in your first year of marriage and mm-hmm. how that all happened. And they got to share, they shared stuff like that with us. And, you know, we all were just eating Thai food together and just hanging out. Mm-hmm. I think that was a. It was a really good moment. Um, but Yeah, I think I like hearing their love story because when we were first dating, do you remember when we were like, let's pick a couple mm-hmm. that we admire in our church and then just in Pentecost in general? Mm-hmm. And when we sent each other the same post and it was their um, announce, baby announcement of, sorry, I'm drawing a blank on the littlest one. I know all Jace. three. <laughs> Is it Jace? I know all three. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the youngest one. which one is. Judah were, is the oldest. <laughs> yes. Yes. They were announcing um, that he was, that they were pregnant. Uh-huh. And we both sent each other the same post almost at the exact same time and said, like, this is who we admire. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I, like, I still remember that. And it was just because we both, we both, like, knew that they were they were it. Like, they're the real deal. They're the real deal. Um, I mean, we've been the bookers. We've done the same thing with them, like just how they mm-hmm. complement each other in ministry. And right. so getting to hear their love story, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I admire them in yeah. relational, not just spiritual. Do you have a um, like a favorite memory of James? I think we have the same one. Is it the Red Bull one? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you go ahead and okay i'll tell i'll okay, tell okay. so we were at commit conference in 2018 mm -hmm. and brother wang had flown in saturday morning of the conference like super early and so we had seen him that morning and he we didn't even know he was going yeah we didn't know he was like we were just talking and i saw him walk by and i was like hey that's james yeah <laughs> so he he had said how tired he was and then um mind you he walks in and he's like hey how you guys doing he's telling you hi and he's like i'm just i'm just dead tired yeah <laughs> he's like he flew in like at, he got up in san jose at like I'm not even going to try and guess because I'm not going to picture that. So super, I'm sure the sun wasn't out. <laughs> Flew to Louisiana, landed, got a, drove straight got to a the rental church. car and drove straight to the church. Yeah. Like there was no chill. Yeah. And that year was a year that they had like, I think, what was it? Eight ministers in the morning session. Uh -huh. And it, it was like four back to back. You had a 10 minute break and then another four back oh, yeah. to back. And so... He had told us how tired he was. So we're in service. They do the first minister. Mm -hmm. And then the second one comes up and has a sit down. Mm -hmm. And Ray and I look back and we see James just with his head tilted back, <laughs> mouth wide open, <laughs> just knocked out. I don't care how spiritual you are. You can you could be the uh, sitting on the right hand of his throne. But if you're from California and you go into a southern state and you're jet lagged, <laughs> And they're three hours ahead of you, you're you're gonna fall asleep in that service. I, I don't I don't care who you are, <laughs> but yeah, he's in the back just like snoozing, <laughs> trying to stay awake. I will say that he was not <laughs> he wasn't just sleeping. He was trying to stay awake, and yeah. we're all we were all doing the same. So like third minister goes up, and everybody like stands back up, and you turn around, mm -hmm. and his head is down now, arms are crossed, <laughs> and so we started taking pictures of him. I think I texted to him, didn't I? Yeah, you texted it to him and said, bro, wake up. Um, and then it was the fourth minister uh -huh. and he didn't even stand up. Like he was just out. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> the at the break time, we like we went up to him and told him like, oh, glad to see you awake. And he was like, I'm so tired. He's like, I'm just going to run across the street real quick and maybe get an energy drink or a coffee. Mm -hmm. And. He's like, oh, I don't know if I have time. And we're like, eh, it's just right across the street. Like, shouldn't be bad. Mm. Mind you, though, like, if you've ever been to Life Tabernacle in Louisiana, mm. they have, like, a massive yard in front of yeah. their church. And so, like, we're like, okay. Well, we didn't, like, I didn't know. He just kind of disappeared. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we see him. The next time I see him, he's running through from across the street a red bull in hand he stops <laughs> takes a big drink and then continues running to the <laughs> through the grass toward the church stops takes another drink and then runs into the service and he goes all right this should be good <laughs> like like nothing <laughs> he's just running and chugging his red bull <laughs> mm. but he went to that conference all by himself yes i i know he was trying he said he was trying to get a group from his church to go i think the next one or i, I, I don't know if i have that story 100 percent, but um but he went all by himself like that's commitment to fly all the way out to the south get a rental car and a hotel 
and go to a conference just because you want to learn more, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember, I definitely remember this, the bus, the bus rides with him because he was on the bus outreach and in the morning with us. Yeah. Because we would tease him how tired he was (laughs) when he was on the bus. Um, But the way he interacted with the kids kids. was like insane. Mm -hmm. Like he just jumped right in. Like it wasn't like, these are not my children. I'll just let the bus do Mm -hmm. the bus captain and bus driver do what they normally do. It was just like, Hey, I'm here. Let me sing a song with you. Let me play games with you. Let me, right. You know, he just jumped right in. He had songs for days. Yes. Songs for days. And I was like, I I don't like, how do you, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, man, this is awesome. Like, and then, um, yeah, he was just interacting with people and then, you know, some kid was being wild and he would just look and he'd just go, <laughs> you know, yeah. or something like that. And but I, I remember that that was a good memory of that that time because it was it was funny. But then we also went back to just kind of like, oh, I got this from him. You know, mm-hmm. it was always never a moment. There was never a moment that like I would be around him that I wouldn't get something new. Right. He was like was, a well of knowledge. Yeah. You know. Um, what do you think about, what, what do you think has been the most impactful thing that he has done or said for you? For me, um, I mean, I thought about this long, a lot, but, um, at this last SEC children's ministry training, mm-hmm. um, we were both in a place of just, I guess, feeling forgotten, mm-hmm. um, or I guess almost like our our ministry was like it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I remember just showing up and I was like, okay, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to get fresh ideas. Um, but I did not expect w- like what happened. Mm-hmm. And he taught um, the lesson on unity and ministry. And so sitting in there, I was in the back row and just, I had tears streaming down my face because it was just, you know, you're sitting in there, you're frustrated with how things are going and he's there literally talking about like in your frustration, like don't give up because these Mm -hmm. people are counting on you. Like every part plays a specific role. And he was using Sunday school and bus ministry as an example, but in, in the bigger picture, it's everywhere in the church, Mm -hmm. every ministry from, like not just take bus ministry out of it, but from the greeter at the door, greeting someone for the first time to having people greet them when they're in the sanctuary to the worship, like everything plays a significant role, no matter how small you think. I mean, even down to the restroom, like being yeah. clean. And, um, so I was just in the back seat, like, or the back, yeah, the back. And, um, I just was, I guess seeking another reason of the why, Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing this? And I knew I loved our kids. I knew I was doing it for them, but it was just wanting. You I needed, guess you needed I needed something. I needed something and I didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. And I knew that I was starting to get frustrated um, and I, I did not want it to go further because I did not want to become bitter. Yeah. And he taught that message and I just wept and. Like if he if they would have called an altar call, I'm pretty sure like there would have been a bunch of people up there mm-hmm. just weeping and praying and because it was just so 
refreshing mm-hmm. and i think it was definitely something that was needed yeah for Especially, and that wasn't and it just, wasn't just us it was no. a, I've, i mean We've, i've posted about it on mm-hmm. instagram before and i've had a ton of people that have messaged me mm-hmm. um and i don't say a ton lightly like i've had more than 20 people message me about that mm-hmm. the message and how it impacted them and it changed their perspective of ministry right and we even pushed for them to teach it at our Saturday outreach mm-hmm. or not teach it, but we had them play the video yeah. at our Saturday outreach. Cause I was just like, we need to get this in our head. Like if we really want to make an impact, like we need to know that what we do matters and not just for the people that are directly under us, but for the whole of the church. Yeah. And, um, I remember when we heard that he had passed all that I could think of was that message and if you haven't looked at it, it's on YouTube, um, on apostolic Sunday com. You can look it up in the links there, mm-hmm. but it talks about, he had a, I don't know what it's technically called, but it was a track. It, it was like a track, but yeah. he added every part to it, like the mm-hmm. piano, the drums, and then he slowly added the voices and how once all of those parts come together, it's, it makes a beautiful song. Yeah. And when he passed, all I could think about was at the end of his message, he said, well, what what happens when you get frustrated, though? What happens when you get tired and you just give up? And he started taking out all the parts, the singing, Mm -hmm. the piano, and then until there was nothing left but the drums. And he goes, it's not the same, is it? And I just felt like such a conviction in my heart to be like, okay, like who's going to pick up his part now? Like who's going to do this now? Mm -hmm. And it, it pushed me to say like, I need to do everything I can because Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want his part to die out. Like I I don't want my part to die out. Like Mm -hmm. what role I play in our church is significant. And I, I play that message all the time. Mm -hmm. And, I just listened to it over and over because I want it in my heart that I don't want to give up because the role and the part that I play plays a bigger part in the grand scheme of the song. Yeah. I remember you texting me and telling me you need to listen to this message when it's ready. And I was like, I was at work that day. I didn't even get to go and see it that morning. Um, Yeah. And I, I think I... I felt the same way once I heard it. I was like, wow, like I needed this. This is a word from God and I needed that word. Yeah. And um, I remember even the day that we found out he passed. I was calling all of our friends and, Mm -hmm. you know, and just the heaviness that we all had that Saturday was very, was very heavy for all of us. Yeah. Um, and I remember the one thing like I was sad, I, I cried and, but the one thing I remember kept saying is our friend was a world changer. Mm-hmm. Our friend changed the world around him and those that he probably don't even, didn't even realize. Right. Like who says that when someone passes, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think it's easy to just say like, I'm going to miss them, this and that. But that was like the last thing on my mind 
Not that I'm not going to miss him, but just the first thing that came to my mind is he was a world changer. Yeah. Like, his his hand is in a lot of ministries. I mean, we his hand is in our ministry and yeah. how it's ran and the mm. things we do. And it just. You can see a lot of James in everybody's church. Yeah. And everybody's children's ministry or bus ministry or outreach. Um, you know, um, just every little thing that we've taken from him. And I'm like, oh, man, I like this idea. He's like, take it, use it. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm going to steal something from you. So, <laughs> you know, I remember uh, nerding out with him over the trawler app. Yeah. That he had designed because I work in the church office. And so we do um, serving keeper for our database. And mm -hmm. I was just like totally nerding out with him on like the the specifics of yeah. it. And um just I kept trying to get my bishop to switch over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I was like, Oh, trawler, trawler, like I was like trying to push it too and I was just like, you know, it's harder when you don't when you already have something mm -hmm. set in place and you've been using it for years and you know, but it's I think it's I think it's still a great program and I think it was even better for those who didn't have anything i think it was an answer a prayer answered for yeah. them um i i think for me there's a few things that always remind me of of james and things that i listen to or think about um when it comes to him and the one of the biggest things is your messages and um he would always say, you know, what he would do is like shaking his hand. He goes, you want that pot roast mes message, <laughs> you know, that message. And it kind of really changed the way that I would come up with my messages. Yeah. Before I was like, okay, like I'm going to wait for a word from God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and sometimes it happened and sometimes it didn't happen. But, you know, he would be like, you know, you just come up with an idea or a subject and kind of just l pray about it all week mm -hmm. or not even come up with it, just, you know, praying and then God gives you something. And that's what I started doing. And I remember we would talk and I would be like, you know, like, well, what are you going to preach on next week? I was like, well, I have this and it's already Monday, mm -hmm. you know, and all Monday I would sit and pray about it, think about it, breathe my word on it and see what I can pull out of it, you know. And a lot of times that's how my messages would come up, uh, come out. And it wasn't so much a uh, object lesson. Like I could, I would try and keep an object lesson, try, come up with an object lesson or come up with a skit or, you know, a way to tell a story based off of something that I had at the beginning of the week. Mm -hmm. So like the object and all that stuff would come like Thursday or Friday, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm going to come with this and do this, this and this. Yeah. But like he taught me like, you know, just keep praying on that one thing that god gives and sometimes god changed it yeah you know the saturday night god's like i don't want you to talk about that <laughs> i don't want you to preach that you know and i'm like okay god you know but at least i knew i had mm -hmm. you know the the roast <laughs> and god's like oh, i want you to go fast food yeah. <laughs> um but that always stuck out in my mind and the way he taught i think he showed me that it's okay to not have to be so like you can be passionate about this and the kids understand it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you can get really riled up about a subject or get wild up about 
the word of God and what it's talking about. And I think uh, I have adapted a lot of that into my preaching with our kids. It's just like, you know, the kids aren't going to be afraid if you're, you're screaming, you know, God wants you saved, you know, because I remember he would do that. Or I remember he would talk about the Holy Ghost and he was shaking like a water jug filled with alcohol and he'd light it up, but he would shake it with just such like passion and he would just be like you know and when the holy ghost gets built up inside of you and then he lights it up and then it shoots out the fire and the kids are all you know but he was still like he was just into you know showing them like how excited he was about this holy ghost it's what captured them Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's that's like one thing i think is, is just his passion for teaching his passion for the word of god really changed my approach to it and doing something that I may have never done before or in a way that I've been, you know, changing the way you preach is, is really tough because some people just kind of, this is the way I preach and this is the way I like it. Mm -hmm. And with him, it was always like he had a way of preaching when he did it, but he always changed how he did it, you know, in a way like he would change like, Oh, I saw this and, I want to try and do this or, you know, like I, I, you know, he, somebody was a storyteller. So I want to try and tell a story or, you know, all these different, like, especially during the COVID time is he was like green screen and all this other stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, like I never even thought about that, <laughs> you know? Um, but that was just, I think that was it for me. Um, I'm trying to think I had a memory and I can't remember a funny one. But I can't remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream. Where we took him to get ice cream. And the boys didn't they all liked his ice cream and he had to eat all three of their ice creams or something like that. That wasn't with us. Yes, it was. No. Alamanute. I didn't go. You didn't go. I did not go. No. Alamanute is not where it's at. I'm with the boys. Uh, no, they, they enjoyed his ice cream. Oh. But they didn't enjoy any of their ice creams. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he was stuck eating like three different ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that's it. But um, thank you guys for listening, and uh, thanks, babe, for coming on and sharing some memories with me. No problem. I had uh, thought about it long and hard. Just he was a he was an awesome guy, an awesome friend to you, mm-hmm. and um, I've been praying for their family, and yeah. just their boys and sister Wang as as a wife, you yeah. know. Um, it just there's a special bond that comes for children's ministry leaders because we know each other's struggle, like mm-hmm. we know the. The pains, the victories, the losses, like we, we can understand. Yeah, we can understand that. And so mm-hmm. I guess I, for just any children's ministry, people, teachers, it doesn't matter who they are. I automatically feel like a deep connection and pull to mm-hmm. just be there for them, pray for them. And it's just something that... um just he was a great great person 
Yeah. I I I think I wasn't it wasn't what I remembered, but I remember talking to him and saying, I need to go up to San Jose and I need to go mm-hmm. see. I just wanted to just be there and see how everything works. And he's like, Yeah, man, just let me know and you know, never took that trip. First time I ever went to San Jose was for the funeral and I got there and I kind of felt that, uh, you know, that feeling of I should have did that. I should have took time. I should have just went, you know, Mm -hmm. just one of those things, you know, but I will say um, the funeral was the most beautiful funeral I've ever been to. Yes. And I hate funerals. I really don't. I, I think I'm I really have a hard time with death because I don't like it. I don't think anybody does, you know. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying just how I feel. But yeah. Like, I don't like going to funerals. I don't like talking about people's deaths because it's bringing up pain that I don't want to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just me being transparent. You know, I do a lot of things because it's just what we should do. Um, But this was different. It was very different from anything I've ever been in. Yeah. You know, like you would sob because you miss him. But in the same time we were sobbing because we missed him and we're going to miss him. We were able to lift up our hands and say, thank you, God. Mm -hmm. You know, and then as soon as I remember that, I was just I was crying and I was like, you know, I feel this this hurt in my heart because my friend's not here anymore. And you know, seeing Philip and Tyler and I was like, James should be right there, you know, and the stooges as I called you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's just a bunch of tall guys. And now those two short guys are gonna <laughs> now I'm all alone. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it was so refreshing to be able to just lift up my hands. And while I was weeping because I'm sad, lift up my hands and say, God, I know there was something bigger than this, bigger, bigger than this, this, what it was, what you're doing, you know, bigger than anything that I can feel. I know that there's a bigger plan and that's what I felt. Yeah. It was, um, I guess the, the truest form of the Holy ghost being our comfort. Mm-hmm. Cause there was people speaking in tongues all over there. Like the presence of God was just so so mm-hmm. evident. And um, as soon as Sister Wang stood up and started lifting up her hands, everybody stood up behind her. Cause it just it takes yeah. a special woman with a special kind of strength and a special relationship with God to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, it just made me admire her so much more. Yeah. And that song has been on repeat. It has. I listen to it every day. There is nothing that will encapsulate that moment. Mm-hmm. That's the song. And just. It was. It was so fitting. Like I've never been a part of that. And mm. that. Celebration. Yeah. It was beautiful. Truly was. It was. It was. I think. A way to honor. And it was the best honor you could give yeah and but thanks for listening folks and thanks for taking time to hear our 
stories and our memories our memories our friend made it home we made it home and only heaven will show all the people that really have been impacted Mm -hmm. but i know there's a line (laughs) there's a line around the block (laughs) yep (laughs) so thank you guys for listening and remember stay kingdom minded all right, ladies and gentlemen, so I am joined today by my brother, uh, Naeem Hammond, and um, I'm so excited to have you and your wife with us today. Um, we're here to talk about Brother James Wang and uh, the legacy that he left as far as with children's ministry and how he impacted your, your life. Uh, so thank you guys for coming today. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. And, uh, Thank you. And so we're we're just really you know wanting to talk about how he's changed us, how he's impacted us, and everybody's been so different and in different ways, but it all comes like full circle of how it actually you know little things he did that changed every one of us. So um, let's go ahead and start us off, brother. Yeah. Um, you know, brother, brother Wang was such an encouragement. He came and visited us. Um, you know, I think it was two years ago now, um, almost mm-hmm. two years ago. And um, while he was here, you know, he was really observant and uh, offered a lot of like just different ways to help. You know, with uh, what we had going over here in Fort have going here in Fort Myers. Um, mm-hmm. He was really, uh, you know. Um, it was really encouraging, you know, it was really uplifting to hear from him, you know, somebody that's doing so much over there and where we are just picking up with our bus ministry and uh, picking up with uh, our Sunday school, you know, staff and, um, you know, just hearing from him a different perspective and um, having an open, you know, way of communication, you know, sometimes it's difficult as a, a minister, you know, especially if you are, not someone that's kind of like been this that long. I've only been living for God for about uh, six years now. <laughs> mm-hmm. At the time, it was like four years, you know. So, like, although four years might seem like a long time, um, it really wasn't, uh, in my opinion, something where it was easy for me to to reach out to people. So I, I would look up to people like, you know, Wang and, um, you know, other, other people that are in the children's ministry. And he was just such a, a chill person to communicate with and, I mean, maybe I was maybe I was thankful, um, or I was uh, blessed that uh, he actually, you know, uh, knew my wife, you know, beforehand, and you know they they uh, you know came together and were communicated a lot when it comes to children's ministry, and um, they had this uh, this group that held was accountability, but um, maybe that's something that my wife can uh, you know talk about now. A good transition for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I met Brother Wang. I was trying to look up the dates, and now I'm forgetting again. It was either 2014 or 2015. Um, but I'd been doing children's ministry for a while, and he um, he had reached out, and we started this accountability group, um, Kidman Group of Accountability and Awesome, something along those lines. Um, him, Brother Booker, and uh, Brother Dwayne Uzzle, Um I was humbled to work with such powerhouses, <laughs> but um, he was so awesome with just 
when it was a group of accountability, oh my goodness, every time he took notes and he would send us um, a message at the end and it like, okay, you know, here's what we accomplished and here's where our goals are. And when we got together the next call, um, we weren't able to slide by those that previous notes. Like he would bring it up. Okay. So what have you accomplished in regards to this goal? You know, what right. have you done to try to make this happen? Um, and it, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a point in his finger like, oh man, come on. Why didn't you get this done? It was just to, it, to uplift and encourage and really to hold us accountable and challenge us. Um, right. and he really challenged me to be so much more. So he was, for me, just, he was an, a, a mentor. Um, he, you know, really mentored me when it comes to children's ministry. Um, I, you know, I was taking it on and I basically was doing Sunday school outside and we came up to summertime and I was like, oh man, there's all these VBS discussions, everything sounds so cool. And he's like, okay, you should do it. I was like, <laughs> I'm having Sunday school outside. <laughs> right. And he says, but you can do it. He said you have the inside, you have one room. You can just do stations outside. And I'm like, but it's Florida, it rains. He says, you can do it. And um, I was like, uh, uh, and I was like, you know what? I can do it. If it rains, I can do it. And um, he just really pushed me. And um, we did it. We had VBS with one room and tents outside. And it was incredible. And it's blown up since then. Um, but if he hadn't pushed, I don't know if we'd have VBS. Like, right. and it's such an awesome event every year. Um, yeah. I was able to go out and visit with him and his wife. Um, just such an amazing family and amazing couple, you know, just like this power couple. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, the two of them were an example to me. Um, just definitely consider them friends. Um, yeah, his impact is something... I mean, working in children's ministry, it's not like we plan anywhere. I don't stop and think, you know, how would Brother Wang do this? You right. know, what would right. Brother Wang say about this? You know, hey, does he have an object lesson that he's done? You know, um, just definitely um, something to propel me in the future, I'd say. Um, he has a legacy. Right, right. Is yeah. there is there one particular like I don't want to say lesson or maybe even something he said that like sticks out to you that like is your go to kind of like reminder or even motivator that he said or even done in your life? Um, for me, kids love balloons. <laughs> <laughs> And it, sounds so, it sounds so simple, but you, you like people don't understand how real that is. Yes, <laughs> kids love balloons, and it's great. Like the tip of listen on outreach, don't just keep making balloons. You know, entice mm. them to come to church by saying you'll make them one when you get there, and something so cheap and so little, and it, it brings forth kids that we've been trying to bring to church for weeks and months on end. We make them a balloon. And they, they, they're ready to come to Sunday school. So. Right, right. <laughs> um, I'd say the biggest lesson was, um, for me, 
when I visited out there, um, and I actually went on outreach with the bus team, mm-hmm. and the biggest thing for me was we see these kids and we follow up at their door every week. Right. Every week. And um, just emphasized every week um, that consistency um, and that stability of reaching these kids um, on such a regular basis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he, and especially that you, you got to go and visit him and see him in his element. Um, You noticed that that wasn't just something he said, you know, no, so I could see the responses when the kids came, you know? Right. Well, when they right. went up to the door and the kids saw them, it was, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like it, the it biggest thing that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Man, that is, there's, there's so much out of that that even just listening to it now, I mean, we've all, if you're, if you've known or heard his messages or, or teachings, like, you know how much that was to him and how, consistent he was with that like it it just baffled me like how he still did it with everything else he had to do yeah we we Um, do phone calls with him driving home from work (laughs) yeah bet (laughs) well and i mean yeah that's that's awesome um is there anything else that that you guys want to mention about james or or you know the family and or anything like that um i don't know just maybe mentioning and saying how impressed i've been with sister wang you know going through that scary time and she's just been such a pillar and just stood and i um, obviously I wasn't able to be there at the funeral, but, um, I could see that she was there with her hands lifted, um, right. and to stand up and to be that example to her children right mm-hmm. now is, um, it's definitely challenged me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's challenged a lot of us, um, oh, yeah. to, to see that. And it's, I know it's not easy and sometimes it may even feel like it's not doable, but the encouragement and the the faith that it gives a lot of us mm-hmm. is, is ministering to us today. I wouldn't even say even, not so much even that day, it's still ministering us to us till this day. Um, and, you know, definitely I think that that goes without saying, like, we are all continuing to pray for them and oh, yeah. pray for that God would just strengthen them and continue to give them that faith that they need daily. Um, yes. But I just, wow, I just want to thank you guys so much, um, you know, for taking time out of your day to to share this, the stories and the and the experiences you've had with this, this friend of ours. Um, and, you know, I think that this is really going to encourage somebody to step up and just say, hey, I want to be the next James Wang, you know. Yes. Amen. Amen. 